You could spend the weekend doing the same old whatever, or you could conquer the weekend in the all-new Hyundai Santa Fe. Visit HyundaiUSA.com for more details. Hyundai, there's joy in every journey. Our final weekend preview of the season. Jimmy Conrad joins me for a huge preview, a top four race in the Premier League as well as Serie A title race still in La Liga and of course League A. We also go to the Bundesliga to see who will stay in the top flight as well as the Americas, MLS, Liguilla and so much more. Our final weekend preview, but let me tell you, it's a big one. Kigo Lasso begins right now. What's up, everybody? Welcome to our final weekend preview of the season. Doesn't mean it's the end of Kego Lasso. It just means it's the last weekend preview as the schedule changes a little bit after domestic competition ends. But of course, with me as always, Jimmy Conrad. Jimmy, what's up, man? What's up, Luis Miguel Echegaray? What's up, everybody listening? I'm excited. We're here to the finish line of so many different leagues. And... To say I, well, I just said I'm excited. For me to say it again would be an overstatement, an understatement. I don't know. It's one of the statements, Luis. That's how excited I am. I can't even make sense at the moment. You can't make sense, Jimmy, because you're so excited, which is fine, right? And there's so much in your brain as there is in mine because we got too much. Listen, everybody, before we begin taping, before we press record, Jimmy and I are always like, all right, what are we going to talk about? And today is like... Oh, my God. Let's just let it ride, because seriously, (laughs) there's so much to discuss. But, Jimmy, obviously, we will focus in Europe, Serie A, Ligue 1, Spain, of course, La Liga. But we begin in the Premier League Sunday, the final match day of the season. The relegation is set. We know who's going down. The champion, we know who the winner is, Manchester City. And now... It's all about Europe, the Champions League spots, and of course, Europa League and the Conference League. Let's begin in the top four. Jimmy Conrad as Liverpool in the driver's seat. Unbelievable. Looking into the final day of the season, and they have plenty to look ahead to. Do we begin there as they host Crystal Palace, Jimmy Conrad? Yes. So I put together a little cheat sheet for everybody who will play next season's Champions League. Okay. We know that both Manchester clubs are in, and then it's going to be two of either Chelsea, Liverpool, and Leicester, which you just explained. Now, what do Chelsea, Liverpool, and Leicester need? Okay. Let's just get everybody some context. A win at Aston Villa would guarantee Chelsea third place. Not going to be easy to do so. Liverpool at home to Crystal Palace are fourth and level on points with Leicester, but with a great, a greater goal difference. Okay. So that would help secure that for them. So to secure fourth, Leicester must take more points than Liverpool or win at home to Tottenham by a margin of four goals greater than Liverpool achieve against Palace. You never know. And, and then, uh, the, so Leicester and Liverpool have each scored 66 times, which is pretty crazy. So Leicester would also qualify if they win and Chelsea draw or lose. Okay, so the next question. What if Chelsea finish fifth and win the Champions League? then Chelsea would also get a place in the Champions League group stage, and the Premier League would have five representatives in the tournament, which means they'd only have one Europa League representative. So I just wanted to get everybody caught up on that. Also, whoever finished seventh in the Premier League then qualifies for the first ever Europa Conference League, which is the third tier of European football, as they say. And there are a couple teams that are vying for that, which include Everton and Tottenham 
and excuse me, and Arsenal. Arsenal have an outside chance on this, which is pretty crazy. So I just wanted to give everybody some context. Liverpool beat Crystal Palace 7-0 earlier in the season. They're playing at home with everything to play for. Crystal Palace have absolutely zero to play for. I like Liverpool to do the business there. The Leicester-Tottenham game, though, is crazy because, as I said, both of those teams have something to play for. Oh, dude, that's a hard one. But I do think that Tottenham are a dumpster fire at the moment, and I think Leicester are going to do it. I think that they have their backs against the wall. They're going to win. That said, if Leicester win, and so do Chelsea and Liverpool, it doesn't matter. They're still going to finish in fifth in the Europa League. So so the chelsea Aston Villa game, though, there's some... I don't know if we're going to see a draw or I don't think they're going to be, there's going to be a draw on one of these three games, I think. And I don't think it's going to be the Liverpool Crystal Palace game. So I wanted to get your thoughts because, you know, we can take deeper dives into some things. I will say there's one other story of intrigue before I throw it back to you, LME. It's, it's Arsenal has a chance if they beat Brighton and if, and if Tottenham lose to Leicester more than possible and Everton lose to Manchester city more than possible, that Arsenal could finish in seventh and get the conference league spot and leapfrog over their hated rival Spurs. And that would be a really good end to the season. They have won four straight games in the Premier League. Brighton are coming off a 3-2 win, though, against Manchester City. And that was only the first time in like a year and a half or two years that Man City have given up a two-goal lead. And I know they were down a man, but still pretty, pretty, pretty good. I mean, Brighton will come in with some confidence against Arsenal. So they're not going to be like just going to roll over. So I don't know. I'm throwing it back to you because there's, there's a lot to unpack there. And ultimately, and I wrote it on a sign behind me. So if you guys are watching on YouTube and I'll read it to you, it says winning solves everything. So be a winner. <laughs> you know, and that's, and that's, that's it. What else is there? Winning solves everything. So be a winner. There is nothing left. You just gave me so much information. I feel like John Nash in a beautiful mind. I'm just like, I'm trying to, I'm trying to figure everything out right now. Um, I believe, I believe that. Okay. Well, Sorry. let's talk about. I left out West Ham. They just need yeah, a draw. Well, that's they where need I a draw, and they'll finish in fifth. That's where I was going with. Regardless, though, regardless, West Ham, Europe. I mean, looking good for it for sure. And the fact that they're actually going to end up above Arsenal, no matter what, is pretty amazing. I think it's for the first time in Premier League history that that's happened. So there's that. But let's focus on the Champions League uh, spots, the top four. Okay, Liverpool against Crystal Palace. I believe Liverpool will win that. They have to. They're at home. Nothing to play for Palace. The send-off has already been done for Roy Hodgson, so it's really about Palace thinking about the summer and rebuilding who the manager will come in. This is a must-win in terms of Jurgen Klopp's mentality. He wants to win at Anfield in front of the fans, etc. I see a win there. Leicester City, Tottenham. To your point about being a dumpster fire, the, the the Villa game, when Villa played Tottenham, I saw nothing of Tottenham in that game. Honestly, they, Villa on, were controlling the game. After they conceded, there was nothing. There's clear frustration, not just with Harry Kane, but with the squad. There's so much that needs to happen there. Again, the crowd narrative, Jimmy, really takes the center stage here. I feel like Leicester City, after losing to Chelsea by winning the FA Cup, Brendan Rodgers... Brendan Rodgers wants to make sure that at the very least, no matter what happens, they got to win. So at least, even if they don't get a Champions League spot, at least they did their bit. At least they did their part. Mm -hmm. And I just feel that they will try and take advantage of that. So I see a win for Leicester City there. Chelsea Villa. <laughs> Every time I think about these games, I have to take away the heart for a second. 
this is Villa's uh, first game with fans as well. And even though this narrative about nothing to play for, I wouldn't necessarily completely discount Villa in this game. But this is a very big game for Chelsea. I just, I don't know exactly what will happen. Do I think maybe all of them will win? And then no matter what happens, we just stay with the four that we see already. Or do we see a draw in that in that Villa game? I'm still pondering. So, Jimmy, give me your thoughts as I, as I still think about this because I don't know. I don't. I don't know where it's coming from. Maybe it's my heart telling me that Villa will get something out of this Chelsea game, but maybe not. Maybe I'm being naive and and Chelsea would take three points just because it's that important. All right, I'll start with this game. Aston Villa just ended a three-game winless streak. Okay, with a two-one win over the dumpster fire known as Tottenham Hotspur at the moment. Uh, Dean Smith's side, fantastic by the way. We don't really talk about him being manager of the year, but he probably deserves some respect. And I say that because even though they're locked into 11th place, no matter what happens, I feel like that position is a little bit deceiving because had Jack Grealish not missed 12 games due to injury, which is almost a third of the season. Yeah. Then, then I honestly think Villa would be pushing for a European spot. I really do. That's how important. And, how, and I mean, when he comes back into the team, they win. You know? Even so, before so. that, Jimmy, sorry to interrupt, but no. even before Jack, people forget that Villa also went through their own COVID situation mm-hmm. as well. So, I mean, there's just so many, but go ahead. Absolutely. Jack Grealish absence for so many games was massive. So, so I think a, a big winner of, of this particular weekend could be Man City because they get to rest players a week yeah. out from the Champions League final or, or elected to rest players, right? You have that option. Whereas... They can Thomas, put Sergio Aguero in goal, Jim. They could if they wanted to and, and <laughs> kind of mirror what River Plate did in the Copa Libertadores and still right. won, by the way. But yeah. but I'll say that Chelsea don't have that luxury. And Thomas Tuchel probably, even though I guess N'Golo Conte is back to training and, you know, he was very, you know, took took great precautions to pull himself out of their previous game to, to make sure against Leicester so that he would be healthy for the Champions League final. I don't think they're going to risk N'Golo Conte in this one. Other than that, though, I think they're going to roll out a very, very impressive starting lineup because they have to go for it. And that's where I think City does potentially gain a little bit of an advantage. Of course, there's a week between uh, this game and the finals, uh, Champions League finals. So that I will say Chelsea have won their last three trips to Villa Park, but I think it'll be a tough game. Recent encounters between the two in Birmingham have been a little bit uh, fiery, as we like to say. Five red cards in the last five between these two. <laughs> Baby. However, Tuchel's unbeaten away from home in the Premier League. Six wins, two draws. And oh, obviously, obviously, he desperately needs to continue that form here. Uh, it's a tough one. I, I, I honestly could see a draw here. Yeah. What and, is, and Jimmy? Lester, and Lester pipping. Chelsea once again in a big game. <laughs> what if Chelsea draw Leicester and Liverpool win, and then it just goes down to Chelsea needing to win the Champions League final? What if Chelsea do win, Liverpool win, Leicester win, but Liverpool just win one nothing, and Leicester go all out against Tottenham? And when they'd have to win what five six nothing? I think I said. I mean, listen, like we've seen crazier things before. Yeah, I'm not saying yeah. it's going to happen. All right, if you were a betting man right now, because you are a betting man, what what would you say then? Well, I'm kind of going with a... Oh, thanks, William Hill, for not having my bet slip up anymore. So so ultimately, I had a bet slip up. I was just going to do a parlay, but I was only going with four teams, and this is the ones I'm going with. Leicester to win at home, okay? And then I'm going to go with West Ham to beat Southampton at home. I'm going to have Liverpool beating Crystal Palace at home. And then I am going with, oh, I'm staying away from that one. Uh, There's going to be a draw somewhere, I'm no? Gonna go, I'm going to go Arsenal versus Brighton at home. I Listen, 
that's that's plus 545 for all those teams to win at home. Yes, uh-huh. there's probably yeah. going to be a draw in there, which is going to piss me off. I'm staying away from from Aston Villa Chelsea because I could see a draw there. And and I don't know about Man City Everton. I think that would be a nice one to add in there. But I think Man City is going to roll out a team that doesn't play together very often, even though they're world-class players. And I think Everton does have something to play for. They still have a chance to get into the Conference League and and, and potentially leapfrog Tottenham in the table. So they're, they're, I, 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 this is Everton's whole thing. Like Man City season doesn't end with this game. They still got one more big one, obviously. Yeah. So I just think Leicester... If they want to have a chance, they're just going to have that urgency. Obviously, Tottenham should have it too, but they blew their chance this past weekend or this past week against Aston Villa. West Ham, they just need a draw. I guess that one potentially could be it, but I think they'll do enough against Southampton. Liverpool will 100% win against Crystal Palace, and that's what I'm hoping at least. And Arsenal, I think, will do the business against Brighton. I, I really feel like Arsenal with a chance to finish in seventh above Spurs is more than enough motivation to, to, to make that happen. I know that's a bit of a stretch. There probably is a draw in one of those four. So so take that into consideration. But I thought five bucks to win 50. We'll do two. Do, do all wins and then just pick a draw wherever you want. Yeah, well, okay. So I'll say West Ham, Southampton. So that jumps up. If I say the West Ham, Southampton draw, it jumps up to 1,400. So five to win 140. I mean, listen, just do two two slips and then... Uh, and yeah, then yeah, that's fair. That's fair. I like where your head's at, Luis. Yeah, I appreciate see, that. I'm always so, trying but, to... But I do want to stay away from Aston Villa, Chelsea, even though I would. the heavy, I would heavy stay favorites. out of that. I would stay out of that. because heavy, I just, I, It's just, it's a tough one, man. This is... I don't know. I just, I know I keep hitting on this horse, everybody, but the return of crowds in specific stadiums really means a lot. I mean... I just think that it's difficult because Chelsea's so good, as you mentioned, having lost away from home. But maybe, just maybe, Villa get just a point in this one. I, I, I don't know. I, I, I don't know. Or maybe we're putting less stock in the Leicester City one. I, I have no idea. I just know I, that one of those games, Liverpool, Palace, Chelsea at Villa, Leicester City, Tottenham, one of them is a draw. I know that much. I just yeah, it's, it's really interesting. I'm curious to see how Leicester respond in particular because they won the FA Cup, then they lost to Chelsea to drop out of the top four. And when they moved out of the top four, Leicester, that was the first time they'd been out of the top four all season. Right. Which is, that's mind-blowing. I didn't know that until I, I looked that up. So yep. now, they, now they have to hope. They have to win and hope. And I, I just think they're going to be better than Leicester. I think they just have a little bit more of an identity and, and obviously they know what they need to do. I think they they've leaned on each other. Tottenham are all over the place. And and this could be the last time we see Harry Kane play for them. Gareth Bale going back to Madrid. Uh, maybe in Dumbele. He doesn't even play under Ryan Mason. Is he going to want out? Or maybe he waits to see who comes in before he makes that decision. Deli Ali. I mean, there's a lot of players. This Spurs team could get blown up, by the way. So so if you're a Spurs fan, maybe enjoy this group of players while you can, because I don't think it's going to be the same in a couple months. Absolutely. Absolutely. All right. Uh, let's, uh, let's move to Serie A. We'll take a break after Serie A because Serie A has the same narrative about the Champions League spots as well. And obviously we all know the winner as well, Inter Milan. But Serie A has a lot to play for, okay? Juventus who won Coppa Italia this week, they traveled to Bologna, interface with Udinese, so that's fine. No worries about that. But Atalanta against AC Milan, huge game as well. And Napoli face Hellas Verona. What do you have for me? Yeah, this is tough. I was going to do another parlay basically for each league okay, and really talk to you it. about it. The Milan Atalanta one is interesting. I think Atalanta is going to want to go redeem themselves. Oh, yeah, kind of redeem themselves and, and not just lay down in this particular game after losing the Coppa Italia to, to Juve midweek. Milan 
Stefano Pioli, the manager, kind of came out and said, and, and I quote, if we don't qualify for the Champions League, we get in the top four, it won't be considered a failure. I've put the basis of winning in place, or not him, but like we've put the basis of winning in place. I thought that was an interesting comment. Like he's already planting a seed with the fans and the, the front office and ownership group. Yeah, well, I was, that's what I was going to say. He's yeah, yeah. <laughs> very smart, very smart. <laughs> What's interesting is if all sides win, so if Mil- if Milan beat Atalanta, Atalanta is already secure, but if Milan beats uh, Atalanta, Napoli beat Verona, and Juve beat Bologna, Juve would actually miss out. Should should any of those three sides drop points and their rivals win, they would drop out. Yeah, so Atalanta be- on 78 points, second place. Milan, third yeah. place, 76 points. Napoli, 76 as well. And Juventus, one point under that was 75. Yeah, it's really crazy. So, so should any, uh, excuse me, the only scenario where a head to head decider would come into play is, is if either of Milan or Napoli lose and Juve draw their game, in which case Milan have lost 3 1 and 3 and 1 3 0 over Juve and therefore have the superior record and would go through. It is trickier between Napoli and Juve. Napoli beat Juve 1 0 earlier in the season, but Juve won the reverse fix- fixture 2 1 in April. This means they both head to head goal difference and head to head points are equal. But then it would go to goal difference in the table overall, and Napoli have a superior one plus 45. Juve have plus 36. Therefore, Juve would go down. <laughs> <laughs> Amazing. All right. Well, it's, from it's, Juve- it's crazy. It's like not talking about John Nash and, and well, this is Mine. not. No, this is Rain Man now. This is Rain. This is crazy. <laughs> we, we switched. Yeah, we've switched. But listen, Bologna tied against Verona 2 0. Then they lost uh, to Genoa 2 0. Then they tied Udinese 1 0. Then they tied Fiorentina. Then they got killed by Atalanta. Five nothing. They uh, and they didn't. They, the last win was uh, April eighteenth. Obviously, this is Juventus. Last time they faced each other was two nothing to Juve. So Juve should take care of business here. I, I'm gonna say Juve to win. I'll put it in my parlay. Juve to win. Okay, boom. So I just think that they they had a must win game against Inter Milan and they won. They had a must win game in the Coppa Italia final against Atalanta and they won. And they looked very good doing it. There is some type of narrative that you could say, and you could use Leicester City as an example, that after you win something like that and you feel that sense of accomplishment, there could be an emotional drop-off. But I just think there's too much at stake, and I think they'll be ready to go against a team that they should beat. So I like Juve to win. I think Napoli is going to beat Verona. They're really, really heavy favorites. Even So more really, it's Atalanta-Milan. It is, it <laughs> is. And that's a coin flip on William Hill. Plus 155 for Atalanta to win straight up. Plus 300 well, to draw. And mean- Milan plus 145. AC Milan have only achieved one win in their last 11 Serie A matches against Atalanta. That was back in 2019. Draw? You want to go draw? (laughs) (laughs) What do you think? If you put the draw in, if you have Juve winning and Napoli winning, which would put both of those two in in the top four, and a draw for Milan... Milan goes out, they go into the Europa League. That's plus 498. Oh my God, that would be insane. After everything, for the majority of the season, or I know. a very they were major the part, they were leading. I know, I know, crazy. I know. Uh, I could see a draw there, and Atalanta ruining some and breaking some hearts. But <sighs> I don't think Atalanta's. I, I think that one's going to be really nervy. I, I let's go. I'm going to say a draw on that one. That'll be my parlay, everybody. I say that game will draw. I have a Milan jersey behind me, if you can see me, and it's unlucky. But plus, maybe I'm jinxing them. Plus 300 for the draw there, minus 400 for Juve to win, and minus 510 for Napoli to win. Which well, means if you're unfamiliar with these, you have to bet 500 bucks to win 100. Which, But if you put it in a parlay, you can get some good odds. So I'll put all those in a parlay, plus 498. I'm going to do it. Well, then that would mean Milan is out of the championship. Right. 
That's right. Sorry, Melanistas. Yeah, sorry. Especially because I, I wore your new shirt yesterday in pickup and I feel really bad. I'm sorry about that. You just jinxed them. Yeah, I know. Uh, but hey, we'll see what happens. All right. Well, that's it. Listen, we're going to take a break. When we come back, hey, we got plenty more, by the way, including La Liga and League A because the champion has not yet been decided. We'll be right back. Selling a little or a lot. Shopify helps you do your thing, however you cha-ching. Shopify is the global commerce platform that helps you sell at every stage of your business. From the launch your online shop stage, to the first real-life store stage, all the way to the did we just hit a million orders stage. Shopify is here to help you grow, whether you're selling scented soap or offering outdoor outfits. Shopify helps you sell everywhere, from their all-in-one e-commerce platform to their in-person POS system. Wherever and whatever you're selling, Shopify has got you covered. Shopify helps you turn browsers into buyers with the internet's best converting checkout. 15% better on average compared to other leading commerce platforms. And sell more with less effort thanks to Shopify Magic, your AI-powered all-star. Shopify powers 10% of all e-commerce in the U.S. And Shopify is the global force behind Allbirds, Rothy's, and Brooklinen, and millions of other entrepreneurs of every size across 175 countries. Plus, Shopify's award-winning 24-7 help is there to support your success every step of the way. Because businesses that grow, grow with Shopify. Sign up for a $1 per month trial period at shopify.com slash odyssey podcast all lowercase go to shopify.com slash odyssey podcast now to grow your business no matter what stage you're in shopify.com slash odyssey podcast the pga championship is back at the ocean course at kiowa island golf resort in south carolina and you won't want to miss any of the action to keep up with all the drama, watch the PGA Championship for free on the CBS Sports app by visiting cbsports.com forward slash PGA Championship via your Paramount Plus or TV login on a connected TV. Hey, everybody. Welcome back to Kegolasso, our weekend preview, our final weekend preview of the season. But as I mentioned, don't forget, there's plenty more to come from us. It's just going to be a little bit different after the leagues are done, at least the leagues in Europe. Jimmy Conrad, we've done the Premier League. We've done Serie A, which, by the way, next time you hear us talk about Serie A, CBS has it. Woo, baby. Yeah, that's amazing. I'm excited. Yeah, it's going to be great. But let's focus now on what's going to happen on the weekend. And uh, we were talking about Sunday games. Uh, we're going to just go back a day for a second. We're going to go on Saturday because La Liga is on Saturday, everybody. Okay, so remember that. And by the way, some games here, Jimmy, as Atletico Madrid and Diego Simeone hope, Jimmy Conrad, Atletico Madrid fan, to win La Liga. Finally, they're away at Valladolid. What's going to happen, Jimmy Conrad? I'm nervous. I'll be honest. This is... Uh... A massive moment for the club, Atletico Madrid. And, and I think I mentioned it in a previous podcast where this is a great season for them to take advantage. It's pretty rare when you have a drop off of both Real Madrid and Barcelona to the point where you can go and win a league. And for a couple of weeks there, everybody, Atleti were trying to give the league to somebody else. They didn't have the courage or confidence to go to snatch it. They had a 12 point lead earlier in the season and then they just couldn't score those timely goals and couldn't score those timely goals. And Barcelona, Real Madrid, we knew they were going to come back and be part of it. But Barcelona and Real Madrid don't really want it either. Nobody's really 
taken uh, two hands and grabbed it. And now, hopefully, Atleti will be the team that does that because, as you mentioned, I am uh, an Atleti fan. I will say Real Valladolid are winless in their last 11 La Liga matches, and they sit two points from safety. So they need this. This is a must win for them. That makes me a little bit more nervous because they got nothing to lose. I mean, imagine playing against a team that if they lose, they are going down. You know, I mean, they, they've got that desperation and obviously Atleti comes in going, you know, we got everything to lose. We're, we're in charge, but, but ah, that first goal is going to be crazy. If, if I had to lead score that first goal, I am going to be absolutely, I'm just going to say it shitting myself. Okay. <laughs> uh, so, so desperation causes many things and that's does, what the does. has. So you just, you just don't know. You don't know. If I had to lead though, don't have really anything going for them in terms of stats with regard to having any type of success against Atleti, which again, continues to make me nervous. I, I, I the, the, the tough one though, and the saving grace is that Real Madrid also happened to play an opponent in Villarreal who are better than Valladolid. That's first. And, and Villarreal are in the Europa League final, just, just as a reminder to everybody. And, and they're also competing to get into the sixth spot in the top six. They are currently seventh. They're on the outside looking in. They need to win this match or get something out of it and then hope that whoever's in front of them, Sociedad or more, most likely Real Betis, uh, drop points or, or lose so they can yeah. take that sixth spot. It, it is it is wild. It is all popping off. But the top four have been decided. The Champions League, Sevilla and Barcelona will be joining Madrid and Atleti into the Champions League. And so really also, I just wanted to give a shout out to the bottom because Valladolid, as I said, Huesca and Elche, uh, are all those three teams, two of them are going to go down. Uh, Abar has already uh, been relegated. And shout out to Mallorca, by the way. Yeah, Mallorca, Mallorca, unbelievable. A few American, American owners there, Stu Holden and uh, Steve Nash as well. Yeah, although yeah, very, Steve, very yeah. cool. North so America. I've, I've been there. The last time they got promoted, I was there for their opening game against Abar, and uh, it was awesome. It was an incredible experience. You guys Amazing. Go to Mallorca. It's a well, yeah, Mallorca is amazing. If you guys are into tennis, Rafael Nadal is from Mallorca. But yeah. uh, Mallorca is ridiculous. Um, so, so, so there's just a lot to unpack here. I didn't really have. I, I try on my my. I think my heart is way too much in my in my way with regard to bets with regard to this. So I'm happy to do one with you, Luis, because you seem to be a neutral observer. Well, listen, I mean, so much at stake, as you mentioned, for both teams, right? Staying in the league and winning the league. Atletico Madrid could claim their 11th title in La Liga mm-hmm. and the second one under Simeone. It's just, it's it's very, very important. I just think that just because of one stat that you said, Valladolid losing 10 out of the last 11 games against Atletico. It's just, I just don't see any other outcome. The problem is, is that will the nerves get in the way of everything? I'm, you know, for the, sake, for the sake of Atletico Madrid's uh, fan base, I hope not. I hope that finally, after so much yo-yoing back and forth between so many changes up top and losses and draws and giving away leads and rescues, hopefully this is the moment when uh, Simeone says, this is it. This is it. Take care of business. You don't need to worry about anybody else. Just win. And hopefully that will happen. And by the way, Real Madrid, you know, I just think that also Zinedine Zidane's future is something to think about. They're, they're very injury-ridden. Villarreal is in the Europa League final for a reason. They're a very good team. And they're fighting for a European spot. I don't know. I think I think both teams will win. And Atleti will be champion. I, that's what, that's how, that's how, I think it'll be nervy. But I think, I think that will happen. I do want to say that Villarreal come in on pretty good form, even though Real Madrid are unbeaten in their last 17 
La Liga games. So they were a little fortunate to, to beat Athletic last weekend. But Villarreal beat Real Valladolid 2-0 two weeks ago. And then, or excuse me, a week ago. And then they just beat Sevilla 4-0. Yeah. And I actually thought well, that was no a, joke. Really, a really impressive performance from Villarreal in that they're starting to find their form at exactly the right four time. 4 nothing against Sevilla. Yeah, yeah. That it's not that's not easy to put four up against Sevilla. I think only Chelsea scored four against them. Or, no, I guess. granted there was a red card in there, but still four so, nothing. So. Then they beat Valladolid two nothing. Uh, they lost to Celta Vigo four two. That was a crazy game. Anyway, and before but they that, were already up two zero prior to that red card. Yeah, so and before that was the uh, the Arsenal game as well. So they had a they had a lot to do. Yeah, there. they do. But and also I think it benefits them that La Liga moved this from Sunday to Saturday because it gives them an extra day of rest before the midweek Europa League final. I will say though, and the thing that we were talking about Tuchel and Chelsea and the way that he's going to think in terms of uh, and Man City, of course, in to the Champions League final. How is uh, Villarreal and Una Emery going to think about this as they look ahead to the Europa League final? I, I wonder, because obviously a Euro it's weird because, yes, a European spot is important in the league, but winning the Europa League. Well, yeah, puts them in the Champions League, right? <laughs> the so, Europa League so, final puts you in the Champions League final. So, yeah, you know, yeah. I don't know. It's going to be. No, it's interesting. It is interesting. And I think that's a great point to bring up. It, it's going to be popping off. And, and again, I can't emphasize enough how exciting it is for have having multiple leagues really come down to the final season on both sides of the table, right up at the top qualifying for Europe and then also the relegation stuff. So yeah, there's a lot going on. Well, if you're ever, if you're ever going to sit down and watch a whole ton of games during the weekend, this is the weekend to do so. Yeah. I think I'm going to get divorced by the end of the summer, but, it, <laughs> but it's all right. Don't worry about it. Hey, listen, uh, we're, we're not, we're not, we're not done league. Ah, League uh, is pop at PSG who won Coupe de France against Monaco. Mauricio Pochettino wins a trophy with PSG, a legitimate trophy, at least uh, Coupe de France. Now have to fight for League A, but Lille is in the way and they are the ones actually that lead the way. And that as well is on Sunday and the standings in League A, by the way, is Lille with 80 points. PSG was 79. Monaco, by the way, 77 and Lyon with 75 points in fourth spot. What do you have for me? Oh, I mean, again, I'm going to emphasize, which is, should be a theme for the day. You need to win. The, the, <laughs> yeah. the, the, if you win, it solves all of your problems. And, and Lille, big misstep last week, dropping points. You know, they had it in their hands. It was almost very, it feels very similar to Atleti. Like, you can't let the, the big teams hang around because the big teams know how, they've been in this position before. They know how to win titles. I, I feel, I still feel like there's a lot of clubs out there. They're on the precipice of having success, but then they don't know how to close it out. They don't know how to finish teams off. They don't know how to, you know, and I feel like Lille, oh, I can't believe that they drew with Sanantien. Sanantien's good by the way, last week, but, but still they just, they didn't really create that much. They hit the post at the end. Obviously that would have changed a lot of fortunes, but they gave PSG a chance. And I wonder they did. That's gonna, yeah. That's going to come back. Fun fact about San Etienne, their goalkeeper's called Etienne Green, and they wear green. Just thought it'd be funny, too. No, that is funny, and I kind of want a jersey of his. Yeah. <laughs> All right, but, well, what do you have for me? Do you have a parlay for uh, uh, I, I, I mean, I wanted to talk through the parlay with you. So All right, we, let's do it. We, let's do it. I think, I think it's more enjoyable that way, and I think people get a big kick out of us not knowing what the hell we're talking about. <laughs> or just guessing. I mean, there's, I mean it's, it's hard. I think PSG wins, so I'm going to click that. I agree. So and they play away to Brest. I Angers versus Lille. It's just, again, it gets back to that narrative. Lille, the heavy favorites. 
Can they do it? I want, I want to see them do it. Can they do it? Will they do it? it it's, it's tough. Angers is not going to just, again, I'm going to use that again, roll over. They did but beat Leo in January. They did. I, okay, so let's, let's skip them for a second. Leon versus Nice. What do you think, Leo? Yeah. Leo, okay. Easy. And then, and then you have Len, Leo? No, Lens versus Monaco. I'm trying yep. my best here. Yeah, no, no, that's fine. Lens, yeah. Against okay. Monaco. Well, I think Monaco, I think Niko Kovac wants to end on a high here. After losing the Coup de France final. Yeah. Uh, so I'll go with a win for Monaco, I think. Okay. So we're going for a win for all the other teams, but we still haven't made a decision on Angers and Lille. Well, there's your answer. Is there not? <laughs> I really feel PSG is going to take this, which is what I told you last time we were talking about this. So you're going with the draw? Yeah. I think Lille's going to draw. I think PSG will take the top. Wow. Happy days for my. Oh, wow, that's heartbreaking. I know. I, I, I know, but okay. I have to be that guy. Just okay. Uh, so, so if PSG, if Lille drops out, Monaco, yeah. So Lille guaranteed second, which is important because there's still a Champions, yeah, Champions League, League. It's great. So the top two in France get Champions League. The third team gets goes into the champion. They go to right to the group stages. Third yeah. goes into the Champions League qualifiers. Uh, Lyon or fourth would go into Europa League, and fifth would be Europa League qualifiers. I'm not mistaken. Yeah. And then six will get um, the conference league spot. So, yeah. so, so that's what I'm saying about Kovac. He wants to end on a high and wants to make sure that no matter what, a, 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 you know, a spot in the Champions League or something. Yeah, third and fourth there is actually really interesting because Leon's only one point behind yeah. Monaco. Jeez. Okay, yeah, so both teams need to win. All right, let me go back to that. It's, the other thing that could happen, is there a head-to-head in France or is it goal difference? Let me see. Because it goes goal difference first. Goal difference, most goals scored. Because you could see, <laughs> you could see Lille losing, PSG not getting the job done, but drawing, and they would, would, that's true. They'd still go on the on better goal difference. Yeah, but I, I think PSG is going to win. Is it? Yeah, PSG is going to win. PSG is going to win. All right, but right, you see so, so winning. Uh, let me see what I mean. All those four to it's like all the top four win pays you plus two forty six. That's not as exciting. But uh, if you have them with the draw. Anger, Lille, and everybody else in the top four winning, plus ten eighty eight. I would, I'll put five dollars on that. That's not bad. I feel like I'm putting bad vibes out there though, because I want to see Lille. <laughs> yeah, so both of us cannot go for that. I'm go. I'm just being the devil's advocate and saying that something is going to happen, and Lille is going to. The pressure might be too much for them. The pressure's on me. I already feel the pressure just making bets. I can only imagine what the players will be going through. But that well, first goal, that first goal, obviously solves a lot of problems too. You know, it, it uh, we've seen it. We've seen it even in the, the cup finals. You score it first, against, you know. It is against the narrative, though, Jimmy, because Lille have won 11 of their last uh, 12 league uh, away games. So, you know, they're pretty good away from home. Yeah, it's at home that they struggle. But yeah. and, and that's that's actually a point you made about the fans. Yeah. So, so like it, Tottenham going back in front of the fans. I don't think they did them any favors. And well, I actually feel that stadium. I actually feel you that way about West, West Ham. Yeah, that was weird. But you see, I, because again, the Olympic Stadium, they, they're so far away. You can't yeah, even feel yeah, they're yeah. there. It's I, different. I, it's different in other stadiums. Stanford Bridge is like right in your face. Villa Park is like, we're right there. Tottenham's new stadium, they might as well have been like three miles away. Like, it was just like, it doesn't I make know. Well, they, they put them way up high too. But I, it's interesting. I feel like West Ham is a club that actually benefits from not having their, their fans screaming at them. I think that the fans... I know I mean, it's because of that stadium. If it was up to park, if it was up to park, maybe different. I don't know. 
I don't know. Maybe maybe it feels like there's no fans in there anyway when they're playing. Yeah, exactly. Season. I don't know. So anyway, I just want to throw fire. that in there. That Shots that lead. <laughs> I've been there a few times, so I know exactly what it what it what it looks like. But I. All yeah. right. Well, what do you have for Liga then? Tell I, me. I'll just go. I'll just go. PSG win, Lille draw, Monaco win, and Lyon win, and that pays plus ten eighty eight. I'm I'm going to take the risk and try to go get the value as opposed to just saying all the top four win and Lille win the title, even though I kind of want Lille to win the title. <laughs> no, I mean, and it could happen. It's just us having uh, some fun. Uh, we're just yeah. having a laugh. Everybody. We're, having, we're just having a laugh. We're having a bubble bath. All right. Um, well, that's Europe. So let's finish off on anything else that's going on this weekend. By, oh, no, wait, hold up a second. Before we move on, just very quickly, the championship playoffs, the second leg are this weekend as well to see who gets into the playoff final. So we have Brentford now hosting Bournemouth and Swansea hosting Barnsley. And Brentford, uh, what is it, one nothing down? Yeah, they're one nothing down, Brentford against Bournemouth. And when you look at Swansea, they did a good job as well. I'm just checking here. So many games. They are leading one nothing at home as well. Mm-hmm. So, by the way, away goals don't matter in the championship playoffs. So it's just it's just result. Doesn't matter. That's a shame. Yeah. I don't know. It depends if you're a fan of the away goals. Depends 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 if it works to your favor or not. That's true. Yeah, that, that's exactly right. What do you see in the final? Who do you see? It's hard. I know your I, heart's going with Barnsley. I know of course that. it is. Of course it is. Uh, the teams that are down, Brentford and Barnsley, if they don't score first, it's done. I, 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 I We could obviously sit here and, and say, oh, they got to do this or do that, and they, they can come back. But if they don't score that first goal and the other teams have a two-goal lead, maybe, maybe there's a sense of desperation. But I do like Swansea and Bournemouth. They're both experienced teams. They've been in the Premier League before. I, the stakes are obviously very high, and there's a, there's a, there's a lot going on, and a lot of money at stake in particular. Brentford, by think, the way, he was in the final last year, so yeah, it's they, tough. It's tough. I feel for them if they end up getting knocked out, especially in this stage. You, you'd like to think. I, I, I well, from I, the very I, beginning, I, personally, I wanted Brentford and Barnsley from the get go, and it's it's the opposite. I wanted to see both of them in the final, and it's looking like it might not be either one, and that that breaks my heart. But well, I actually see Swansea Brentford. That's what I see. Regardless. I think Brentford's going to come back. I t- I just won nothing. It's not that different. It's not that tough. Right? Yeah. Yeah. But that, that just gives Bournemouth a lot of, I mean, they can get the draw, right? Bournemouth were very do. impressive, though. They were very impressive, Bournemouth. They have a lot of talent in that squad. So I wouldn't be surprised. It's, it's anybody's game. I'm just giving you my guess. Yeah. I it's don't tough. know. It's, it, it's, it's, it's what's well, interesting is that, is that Jonathan Woodgate, he, and his team, they lost three league games on the bounce heading into the playoffs. Yeah. So that wasn't a good look, but you know, if they can just get a draw, they're, they're, they're through. They're and good to go. They're good to go. And, and, uh, and they one, play of, those, for one draws of those losses sometimes. was actually to Brentford. So it's pretty funny, but, but they play for draw sometimes. They're a very counterattacking team. So, you know, very counterattacking. Yeah. It could be kind of cool to see Jonathan Woodgate managing in the Premier League. So wouldn't yeah. that be something? And they, they lost Josh King uh, this winter, if everybody remembers as well. That's born. right. Well, that's right. All right. Well, that's that. Well, let's move on. Uh, North America. What's going on? Ligia, MLS. Do you want to talk anything else? Well, I did. Actually, we probably should mention the Bundesliga a little bit just because oh, at, the, yeah. at the bottom of the table, there is just a lot going down. So just so everybody knows about how, how the Bundesliga works, 
The bottom two are automatically relegated out of the 18. Right now, Schalke's out, even though they beat Eintracht Frankfurt. They're out. Uh, Cologne is on in 17th on 30 points. Okay, Werder Bremen is on 31 points in 16th. And Armenia Bielefeld is on 32 points. That is wild. Uh, the team in 16th, which is currently Werder Bremen, they would go and face, and they, they did this last year, they, they, they finished 16th and they have to play the third best team in the Bundesliga two yeah. over two legs. And whoever wins that goes up. That doesn't really feel fair to me for Bundesliga two. Cause they don't have the same budget. They don't have the same type of talent, yeah, but whatever. It's in the but, Netherlands as well. And some other places. It just yeah. doesn't, it feels pretty one sided to the, the, the better team that said it does happen on occasion. So, so we'll see if Bremen can finish in that spot, but because I mean, uh, there's a lot at stake here. I mean, if you get 15th, you're free and clear. You don't have to do anything. You've made it. You're going to stay up the next year. You get 16th. Ah, oh, crap. We got to play two legs against a scrappy <laughs> Bundesliga two team. You get 17th, you're you're going down for sure. And the fact that all three of those teams are could be in any of those three positions is absolutely wild. And so if you guys are going to watch anything with regard to the Bundesliga, make sure you keep an eye on those three teams in particular because, uh, yeah, it's tough. And, and just so everybody knows, uh, Schalke actually plays Cologne, so they have the best chance to to stay up. Yeah, they do. They yeah. do. Well, so, it's all kicking off. It's all kicking off. It's all, kicking off. all right. Well, let's move from Germany. Uh, thank you yeah, for that yeah, update. No let's move uh, to the Americas. What's going on here? Because anything MLS, uh, of course, Liguilla as well. Our pick, definitely mine. Cruz Azul still doing their thing. What do you want to do? Yeah, talk? yeah. So, so. Right now, uh, Cruz Azul is. Uh, did they lose? I'm trying to see. Well, Cruz Azul, let's see here. Tied with Pachuca. Yeah, and the last one, sorry. In I, the I, first leg. And uh, so they're heading into this one with a nil nil, and they're hosting the next one, the next leg. Got it, got it, got it, got it. So got Pachuca it. and Cruz Azul tied nil uh, nil. And so on Saturday, Evening, they'll be hosting. Yeah, back. yeah. Geez, I looked right past that that fixture right there. So yes, you have Cruz Azul zero zero. The first one, Santos Puebla, is going to be kicking off in the other. That's the other semifinal, and uh, I mean, you got to give it up. I mean, I think I'm surprised that a few teams are still like Club America's out, Chivas is out, Monterrey is out, Tigres is out, Leon is out. Like it's. It's it's pretty interesting. Here's the, uh, here's Cruz Azul has been the leader throughout this whole thing. They're like the favorite. Yeah, but but Cruz Azul are, are kind of like the Bayer Leverkusen. They they you know Bayer Leverkusen is their nickname. Like they, <laughs> they always do well, but they never. They're like the Spurs of of Mexico. They 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 always you know have a pretty good team, but then never get to the finish line. So that's the big thing. Will Cruz Azul once again get cursed? And, well, they are managed by a Peruvian, so I'm, I'm I am. Well, okay, more. then we'll, we'll lean towards that for sure. <laughs> no, uh, I'm saying that sometimes we get really bad luck as well. So. <laughs> all right, well that doesn't that doesn't. And Yoshi Yotun is there as well, so we'll see. And then with regard to MLS, there's obviously some great games, but I'm going to focus on the Jimmy Conrad Derby, San Jose Earthquakes, and Sporting Kansas City, my two Love favorite it. clubs. And uh, yeah, I mean, after they started the season crushing, they lost the first game, they won three straight. San Jose. Their Quakes had a bit of a, a reality check because they faced uh, Portland Timbers. And they lost at home and they played Seattle Sounders, who are the best team right now in MLS at home as well. So back to back home defeats, not a good look. They got a home one again against Sporting Kansas City. 
Uh, SKC didn't start the season very well, but they, they had a very comprehensive, emphatic 3-0 win over the Vancouver Whitecaps. One of those ones that you, you, I feel like as a fan, if you're a fan of any team and your team finally kicks somebody else's ass, you're like, finally, you know, everything went right for us that game. And finally, yeah. Sporting Kansas City had that one right before this. So I like SKC to potentially do it. But I really like what San Jose is doing, Matias Almeida. I'm a fan of him as a manager of the Argentine. And, and they got Cade Cal, one of the best young players in MLS. And Chris Wadalowski, you know, they just got they got a lot, a lot of fun narratives. But yes, I obviously have my eyes on the Jimmy Conrad Derby this week. I love it. I love it. Well, that's that's it, everybody. That's our weekend preview, our final weekend preview. But guess what? After this, of course, next week, crazy Jimmy Europa League preview, Champions League final preview. There's so much still to come from us, including international competition. Final thoughts, my friend, as we say goodbye. I, what's interesting is I think we're probably just going to lay down on the ground after this season because it's been absolutely <laughs> wild. But we have to pick ourselves up quite quickly because of next week, two massive finals. And then right after that, the summer starts to kick in and national teams start to kick in. And I mean, the fact that we have the Euros, the Copa America, the Gold Cup, the Olympics, I am at thrilled. I mean, NWSL still be going on. MLS still going on. The game at will end up kicking back in again. I mean, it's all- We don't stop, baby. This game doesn't don't stop. stop. It doesn't stop. This podcast doesn't stop. And I love that because I love spending time with you, LME, and all of our listeners as well, as we continue to grow and add more people to our family. It's a great community we got here. Here, here. I concur. I love doing this with you. Thank you so much, everybody. You keep supporting us. So keep being with us. Keep spreading the word. Tweet us, by the way, as well. Plenty. We want to hear from you, Jimmy Conrad, on Twitter and Instagram as well. Jimmy Conrad, always a pleasure. Believe is what he says. Believe is what you need to do and win. Win. Get it done. Right? Winning solves everything. Winning solves everything. So go be a winner today, everybody. Absolutely. Jimmy Conrad, thank you so much, brother. Thanks, Elmi. Hey, everybody. I want to thank Jimmy Conrad for joining me today. And I want to thank you for being part of our weekend preview team. We got plenty more to come, including the Europa League final previews, Champions League final, and so much more. Make sure that you follow us on Apple Podcasts, Spotify, Stitcher. Make sure that you follow us as well on Twitter, Kegolasso Pod. We're on YouTube, youtube.com forward slash Kegolasso, cbsports.com, CBS Sports app. Have a great, great weekend. Paramount Plus and the National Park Foundation present A Mountain of Zen. Are you still listening? Good. Take a deep breath. You needed a break. This Earth Week, you can live stream seven national parks for seven days on Paramount+. Plus. So, yes, you can literally stream a stream. Paramount+, Plus, official streaming partner of the National Park Foundation.